All right, everyone, welcome to Crowder Hours number five. We are here Yo. with Attach, Spacely, and Enable. And as you guys can tell, Spacely, is, uh, Spacely is currently doing this podcast with a MacBook from 2008 or 2009. He tried streaming MW2 on the same MacBook 10 years ago. So he Yo, does not have a camera right now that works, that lags. His mic is probably not going to be the best of quality, but he's still here on this beautiful day. So shout out to Mike Listen. and what's up, what's up? I'm going to have to come back on the show another time when I'm back at my actual setup and make up for it. I, 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 that's completely fine with me. You'll be invited back whenever you want. Spacely's webcam hey. is frozen. It's oh, not, it's not a camera. That's, that's not his webcam. <laughs> <laughs> he has, he has a bunch of people with arms around him, too, right now. <laughs> it's just yeah, frozen. Yeah, his, his ex-teammates is have, just have his arms around him, just chilling. That's, that's what they're doing right now. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into it. So basically, the the gist of this podcast today, we'll be talking about, obviously, champs, since it's right around the corner. And I have a few players. Sorry if that's loud. Jesus Christ. Um, I also have a group of players here that have been through, uh, obviously, their ups and, obviously, their downs. And I feel like it's a cool way. I feel like not a lot of people ask when they talk about, like, their favorite pro player or their favorite person. Like, you always ask, like, kind of what, like, what's your best feeling or your best moment in your career? You never asked the question of like, like what was like your worst moment or your biggest failure and how the fuck did you bounce back from it? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's like a question that doesn't get asked enough in the community. And I feel like these three people right here are some of the best people that are obviously currently doing well and also have had very, some very rough moments in their career. So we'll, we'll get to that on like the second topic and then we'll go from that. But basically let's start this off. My first question to all three of you guys is and I put the I put the link to all the teams because I know some of the amateur teams in these pools have like very weird names and like names that we might not know like of the orgs, but the, you obviously know the players. What do you think is the pool of death? Wait, where'd you put the link at? It's in the Discord chat. In the Discord? All I see is yeah. a well, Donald exactly. Trump with waves. <laughs> Yo, I linked that. My bad. Oh, I, <laughs> I was like, what? So that's that. Those are the teams. You might have to pull up the gra like the actual graphic of the pools, like on your own, because obviously there's a. I think what are there? How many pools are there? Like eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah it's eight teams eight. or four. So yeah. So if you want to well, pull you up, you over the you team take... name and it shows the roster. That's the yeah. It's, if you click oh, the team, okay. it shows the roster and stuff. But like, I, I don't know if it has like the exact pools. So if you want to see the pools, you can. No, it has the exact pool but, for me. Okay. Perfect. So there you go. So yeah. I I know there's obviously a lot of like. I don't know. People said like like obviously our team's pool is very hard, which it, 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 it like we have some good teams. There's other I think people. Pool H. You think it's pool I H? I think you guys have the most. I think you guys have the most balanced pool when it comes to the bottom three teams. Like I feel like any three of those teams could like pull out a series against each other. But I think you guys are the clear favorites, obviously. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm I mean, this to just make sure I'm not missing any empty. I think pool C is kind of like that too. Like I think Phase is the clear favorite. I think units can like ha play Phase pretty well. Because I know they beat them the last time in the league match when they met up, but I think Phase is a clear favorite in Pool C. But the other three teams, I think, are solid. Other three teams, I think, are solid. Oh, I mean, that's no. your team, Mike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think your team, and then Unit, I think that's a good one, too. I see. I'm looking at Pool H right now because that's what you guys are talking about. Dude, I think it's, yeah, I, I would say, dude, there's actually a lot. I would say probably Pool H, but. Wait, do I, is it, am I hearing myself? Am I fucking? Y'all hear that? No. No. Oh, okay, my bug. Oh, I don't know. But uh, like pool B is fucking really good too. It has like. It's I think I'm gonna go with pool H. Like they have Mad Cat's team and then Team War, who I think got what second. 
at playoffs in the bracket. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. I, I would probably say Pool H though, just because. Yeah. I think, I think though, like. I think Pool Andrew, H is gonna be a, like a slaughter fest, just like people going dumb hard against each other, and I think it's just a team that like a bunch of teams that at times could be very sloppy, so games could go either way, and teams that are going through a lot and trying to figure stuff out. So I think it all comes down to who puts in the time and the work in these next 10 days. Yeah, like Pool A. All those teams definitely have a chance of doing some. Pool A, like obviously it's champs and like, you know, any team can get upset. But I, I, like if there was one pool that I had to pick that I wouldn't be surprised if like the top two teams don't make it out, it'd be Pool H. Like I could see like Splice not making it and like Aspire Esports making it or, or Heretics not making it and Aspire Esports making it. Interesting. But most of the other most of the other pools, I think there's like at least when you look at them, there's like a clear cut like this team's definitely gone through. Yeah, I feel no, like pool. I, I feel like pool H honestly yeah. doesn't have one because like Heretics. I don't know what they got at playoffs, but I know Yo, they're Mike. going through like a weird period. Yo, Mike, mute your mic. Splice, obviously. I I have been muting it. Really? Why does it sound like it's echoing? It sounds like Wait, a very huh? it's a very faint echo. Yeah. Mike's got the 09 MacBook. Is, <laughs> is, it's still oh, echoing. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Bro, I forgot in Discord when I use my mute wire on my Astros, it doesn't mute. So you have to mute on Discord. I got it. Sure. Alright, sweet. Okay, okay, okay. Sweet. Perfect. Right, right. Keep going, Ian. Sorry. Oh, no. That's all I was going to say. So someone in my chat said Pool G is insane. Let me see what Pool G is. Pool G is insane. Yeah, Pool G is solid. Well, that's your pool. That's your pool, yeah. your pool Dylan. Alright. Yeah, yeah no, I think they're like the Risk and Nashe. They're good. Do you? Like oh, you do. Too. Wait, yeah. Risk. Is, so, I, I mean, I don't know anything about Risk and Natchez's new they're, team. They're, they're really out. good. I know. I know them. I know yeah. Risk is really good, but oh, I don't know yeah, about yeah. their new team. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know. But if I'm looking, I don't at care, bro. Them, it's chance, bro. Everyone's like, yeah, everyone's gonna be I good. I, well, I don't I, care who I play, bro. It's same same mindset as everyone. Well, I mean, of course. I mean, that's how you have to go into it. I Anybody think, could get it. Slamming, bro. Everyone. Yeah. I don't care who it is. I think my my picks probably. I I would say probably Pool H. I the only reason why. Is because the way Splice played the last event, obviously they're probably going to get better. Like you, you would obviously think with champs being around the corner, they're going to grind a lot harder and become better. And they ha like Splice has a lot of talent, but they kind of didn't get it to work well at the last event. So if they get their stuff like on point, then I don't think Pool H is the pool of death. But if they stay where they were at playoffs, like the two teams, like the two amateur teams in their group are not like those are good players. You know what I'm saying? Those guys yeah. can shoot back and shoot straight and like have a really good chance of sneaking out a series because all you have to do is take is take one series you know what i'm saying the one upset yeah. series and like that literally. sets you up to to get out and it makes everything yeah, literally like, just super, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, all you need to do is show up for like an hour Wait. of call of duty and show up show show is, to that so i think i think I'll go with age. are they gone to a pre chris do you know i i don't know no, i, I not, we were literally just talking to donnie so. but i didn't i haven't asked him no i don't know i well, like, what i don't are know the, I, what are the prelands what like who is it like you guys, Genji, Wreck, and United? United. Donnie said us, no in my chat. Optic, yeah, Donnie no, us, said no. Optic phase and uh, LG. And that, yeah. those are like, the only two prelands that I know. Nice. Of. Yeah. Like, 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 Splice. Honestly, realistically, like Splice and Heretics both should make it out. But I think, like, all like out of every pool, like we said, all four of those teams are like the most evenly matched compared to every other pool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think their their three and four seeds in their pool are just very good teams. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. they're just yeah, really, like really those, good. those players are not like just amateurs you haven't heard of. Like those guys have been around for a very long time. They're all very good players. They've all been on the cusp of like being in the pro league. Some of them have been in the pro league. So like, 
That's not yeah. going to be a team that you can just show up one day and just roll over. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to happen. So, all right, oh, yeah, I, I'm going with Pool H, but I think there's a lot of balanced pools. And once again, it really comes down to, I think there's just so many teams now that are putting so much work in going up the chance, which yeah. is going to kind of lead into one of the next questions of the podcast. But there's just so many people that like are going to have like just better play styles and more overall play styles. You would hope so, even the amateur team. So if, if those yeah, players I'm, do come up and I'm show up. I'm scrimming these be... M teams mm-hmm. and they're like having everyone's like, out of nowhere, people are just coming out the waterworks, 12th man joining the lobby, like, who's this guy? And every team seems to have, like, yeah. an analyst and actually trying to go over stuff and improve. Yeah. So, Which goes a very, they very are, long way. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the other thing that's important is, like, every AMP team that is that got in these pools, like all these pro teams, the top two seeds, know nothing about realistically. Yeah, and there's footage on all the pro yeah, teams. And, and like they have the bro. ability to literally just sit there and study like like fucking Aspire Esports can sit there and study all of Heretics and all of Splice's hard points. I love all that, bro. All, all, like, all controls. Wait, Ian, you were on TK last year, right, at Champs? Yeah. Yeah, so like last Champs and more than... I think pretty much all my champs I've been to, which have been three except one with LG, have been like last minute or like teams full of scrap players who don't have event VODs. And like early on in the tournament, like that helped us a lot being able to go back, especially in bracket play. We had the time to go back and watch teams like film and teams couldn't really prepare for us. But by the time, like, it really helped us get us get us easy wins early on in the tournament, but then it caught up. Like you guys, I I remember talking to Lamar and was like, "Yo, we're not getting caught slipping by Elevate. We're playing them for like I think we were playing for like top six or whatever." And oh you guys yeah, went I remember back that, yeah. eventually throughout the tournament because we were playing so many games to get where we were. You guys had vods to watch our <laughs> stuff and get a feel how we play. But early on in the tournament for these amp teams, that's a big upper hand that teams need to take advantage of. I mean, what, VODs on other teams. I agree. when we played you, Mike, I, I went back and watched your stuff before we played you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I knew exactly when we played, like, before we played you guys. Like, oh, yeah, you guys that was do. deep in the tournament, too. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah was, that was we, like losers. That was losers like something. Eight. Yeah, top eight. Something, and and yeah. I knew exactly what you guys top did on Docs, and d and stuff. Like, yeah. like, I had everything. Just because, like, obviously it's champs. I'm, I'm not going to. No matter who you're playing, of, you're not taking it lightly. You know what I mean? We want to know what's crazy. Worst part about that is we didn't even have time to get your guys' stuff. We didn't Wait, know who playing. I was talking to Joey Nubsy the other day, and literally we had this exact conversation. Bro, we were standing there, and it was like RJ was our coach at the time, and we were standing there, and you guys are doing the vetoes, and like obviously our phase team had a lot of flaws last year, but we were also really good at specific <laughs> maps, aka at Docs S and D. We rushed into and, it, bro. And bro, you guys are like, what should we pick? It was like Forest S and D or London Docs S and D, and I'm shitting there, and I'm like, please pick Docs, please pick Docs, please pick Docs, <laughs> and like, yeah. and and all of a sudden you're like, Doc, uh, like Joey's like we'll go with docs S and D and I'm like, bet I was the happiest person in the world. Cause like literally that, like that was the one thing with you guys that we were not scared yeah, of, but like you guys, dude, you had major maniac. Yeah. You got, you had a yeah, good S and D team. Good. So it was like, we were scared yeah. if we played you, it was like, all right, this is going to be tough to play. Yeah. They, they went up three on us too. Yeah, I know. And then we, and then we reversed ah, let's it. Go. We and we got St. Hardpoint, which was same re Hardpoint was like our sleeper pick. That, but I mean, we didn't even know that. That was RJ. That was all RJ. Two to Mike's team. No, in search. Oh, we won three. Oh, in S and D we went down. Oh, three though. Same, some light. 
Yeah, but that that was that was literally that was literally all RJ. That that, that he, I remember RJ like being there and like we showed up the champs. He's like, bro, I'm telling you, Saint Marie is your best hard point map. And you're like, we were like, you think? And he was like, dude, I haven't seen you guys lose this in like so long. Just play it, and we just played it all tournament. And it worked out so well. Yeah. RJ <laughs> is the goat. No, nah, he is. Yeah, RJ is that guy. And it's true too. I was talking to Joey, and I think I saw I was a Joey Nubsy tweet this. This is like the first world championship tournament. As crazy as this sounds, for how long we've been doing this that every team has a coach or an analyst yeah. or yeah. or something of the sort, even the amateur teams, like what, Mike, what you were just saying, that are coming out of the woodworks right now with all of these people that are helping them improve and really taking it to the next step to get better. And like, you haven't seen that at a champs yet. Like there was a few Ever. teams last year, like we had RJ and I'll, I will always, teams, but like, I will vouch for RJ to the day I die. He helped us so much, but like not every team helped that. I think if every team had that, like it would have been way different. Like I feel like we got ahead at last year from how bad we were because of him where like now every team has that. So it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, the I, infrastructure I'm, like over the past, like I'd say World War II is where it really started, where mm -hmm. teams started noticing how beneficial and effective having an analyst or a coach is. And it just amplified the whole scene to be constantly improving and having quality practice and just seeing improvements all around. Oh, I mean, so, uh, dude, playing with RJ last year, I, I hired RJ as a personal coach because I wanted to play really well at Champs and I was struggling like the, the event before. And we were trying to get him to spectate our games, not even to spectate our team at first before he became like a full-time coach. And no one would let him do it. I remember having so many arguments with teams like... like remember RJ's, Lamar? Lamar was yeah. the biggest on that. Bro, bro. Lamar, never bro. Anyone. Me and Lamar, never me and Lamar used to go at it all the time because of it. I was like, bro, he's just like, he's not stealing your strategy. You know what I'm saying? But like, we'd always have to go back and forth with it. And now like, it's crazy how far things have come within literally less than a year. But mm -hmm. dude, no one would let RJ spectate because like... They, that just was wasn't a thing. You know what I'm saying? It just was not yeah. a thing. And that like now yeah. we have every team with one to two people per team helping out with analyst work, coaching work, making sure the team's actually getting good practice and stuff and more. And I feel like this year that's like the first time we've had it. And I think it's gonna be awesome to watch and like see how things play out because it's it's so much more competitive now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was exactly about to say. Everything's just been a lot more competitive ever since. Yeah, there's no team you're gonna play that's like. It's just going to be like, oh, I have no idea how they're going to play. Let's just wing this series. Like, there's too much money on the line, especially with franchising coming up next year. Like, you're going to want to do really well at this tournament and have a good display because you want to have a chance to be on one of these teams. You know what I mean? Like, you really, really, really do. So, with that being said, wait, did, I, but did my thing just freeze? Hold up. One second, stream. Am I frozen? Oh, no. Are we back? Are we back? Hello. Hello. Wait, I don't know what happened. Wait, that was the weirdest thing ever. You guys just froze, and then yeah, I thought I. I, thought I, 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 I no, so did I. All right, thank God. I was actually I thought scared. It was just me, bro. I was like, ah, the trash setup. Dude, that that scared the shit out of me. But yeah, no, I just think it's so crazy now that you're just not gonna. Basically, what I was saying, you're just not gonna play a team that just doesn't know like how you play. They're gonna be they're gonna be prepared for you, whether or not their preparation, obviously executes well or not they're going to know exactly what's going to happen and it's going to be pretty crazy to watch so yeah that's that that is something interesting that we've never seen in cod so i'm like super super excited to see how it is but uh moving to the next question this is a good one i already have my answer for this obviously i'll wait until the very end to answer but which team do you see making an unexpected run of champs so before we go into it obviously you can say like all right who got like uh, who got third phase 
So you can say like FaZe obviously making an unexpected first place if you didn't think they were going to win this tournament. I see where it's going to, like, I see where you're coming from okay. with that. But like, try and go a little bit more like in, in depth with that. Like I, I have mine, I think, but Spacely is still frozen. Spacely is not using a webcam, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so basically. Spacely is cracked, hasn't blinked once. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so what's your, what's your one team that hasn't really cracked around like top six or top four like top six is like their best placing and like who do you, do you think they'll end up in the top four like who do you think has the best chance for something like that hopefully us damn yeah uh, you're good you're you're a good choice yes i was thinking about your guys's team yeah for sure to, to um, be honest i just want to look through everything to, make nah, sure. yeah, I, yeah. I don't know but like i know all the, like the the pro teams but i would actually pick mike's team like after looking at at all the teams, like obviously this is kind of a curveball just because Mike's is, is like <laughs> no one know, like would you guys get at Miami Mike? Third on Third. a week of practice, but like yeah. so the, the way yeah. I look at it is is Mike's like I could see Mike uh, Mike's team getting out of their pool, and then pool C plays D right. So like say Mike's team got second at their pool. They'd most likely match up versus what, like Rec first, I think. Uh, yeah. And then, so. and then they got second, yeah. Like I, I could see them getting out of the pool and 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 winning that first series and then like sparking a run. Um, but like in terms of pro teams making it a deep run, I'd probably say. I'd probably say EG two. Like I I could see them like getting top four, top three. Okay. I'm gonna go with uh. Dylan rotates though. God forbid yeah. he rotates. Damn. Someone she's a wholesome sponsor for me. Damn, I'll get all the kills. I got you. <clears throat> Lamar. Yeah. yeah, wholesome spawns. Damn. Now, but I was actually going to say um, for a team, didn't the boys, they, didn't they win the open bracket tournament? Yes. Yeah. I think I have to go with them like quicker, Bance, Nasty, Chain, Shawnee. Like, we've heard a couple of those names before. We've known what they've done in the past, and they just won the last tournament. So, what's to say? Like, I could easily see them getting top two in that pool. Easily, and they're and they're in pool A, by the way. Yeah, and, and uh, they play pool B, right? Um, yes. Yeah, I think yeah. I, could, yes. I could see so them causing an upset there, like, like E6. If they get Gen G, E6, or another one of those teams, like I could see them getting out of their pool, winning a round, maybe a couple more rounds in the bracket. Like they're fresh, they're hot off a tournament win, so like they have all the momentum in the world. And if they go to that weekend and start off hot, like you never know what can happen. Okay. Okay. Um. All right, my so I'm gonna do two picks in the sense of like a pro team and an amateur team, I guess, because it's a little bit different between each. Like, so yeah, like the boys are a good team to pick. They just won the like the bracket. They have a lot of talent on that team, even though they're not a quote unquote pro league team. Yeah, that's a pro team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you yeah, have yeah, Vance, yeah. you have you have these Shawnee, all these guys. Like, they're a good team. And then I'm not even saying this because Mike's on the podcast, but I feel like every time you have been counted out, Mike, I feel like you always have some always pull something out that you yeah. pull something always out and you out. end up doing really well yeah and, when like you're not top eight, to. top six. Yeah. and that's that's like part of the podcast that we'll Appreciate get to it. with you guys so it's like i feel like you can never count your team out regardless if you're not even supposed to be like the best i'd probably say that my number one pick would be the boys but i would not be surprised if you ended up doing very well just because you always end up making something you pull something out of your sleeve every single time and then yeah. going Appreciate to it. going to the pro teams I think EG has very, very high potential of doing very well because they have very like a lot of experiences. 
I mean, experience on that roster. And to be fair, you guys have been kind of shitting the bed in yeah, the sense of really, you like we really look so good. Yeah, you look garbage, Mo. bro. You look you look so good. Yeah, you you lost to a guy. Yeah, you, trust me, you never want to lose him. He sucks. But you look so good in series, and you go up two zero against all these top teams, and like you obviously like don't finish it out. Where yeah. I feel like that's a product of how good you guys can be. And if you just obviously fix a few little kinks here and there, you guys are going to be a really good team. So I wouldn't be surprised if you do really well. But my number one pick, I really, for some reason, I think E6 is going to do really good. I think the way, because we scrim E6 a lot, and map count versus scrims, even when we beat them or if they beat us or anything, it's not even that. It's just the way they play when I watch, I think, they're good. I, I think they know what they're doing a yeah, lot more than do. people kind of give them credit for. And I think I would not be surprised. I know they got sixth place. I know they got that twice with this new roster change. They got smoked at the in the in the play in bracket or whatever. I don't think we've seen the full new E6. I think they've gotten a lot better since that moment. And I would not be surprised if they make a run in champs. I don't think they're gonna get like in the finals, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think it's that yeah. far, but I don't I think they're gonna top six, what top yeah, six, a top six, four, even a four, like, like I would not be surprised because I think the way the they've been playing has been really well. At least from what yeah, I see when I see like see them play, I'm like, oh, this team's yeah, actually. I mean, really they have good. they have a lot of talent on that team, and we actually played them. Like we played them at the play, and we beat them, so they didn't get into playoffs. Mm -hmm. But like at the time, obviously we want to win, we want to make it to the play and get to playoffs. But it's an advantage because they they're gonna watch everyone play going into this tournament and having a lot of film to review. Whereas people haven't really seen the E6 team play. Like, they've seen them play in the Pro League a little bit, and that one match versus us, and that's it. And I'm sure they're going to improve a lot from there. So I definitely could see, I agree with you, I could see them going far too. Yeah, no, I, for some, I just have a, a weird they're feeling. They're always that they're team. They're, really they're just that team at all times Like that can just pop yeah, you, off out you of never, you never take E6 lightly, but I feel yeah. like they've had some high, higher moments in this season where, like, they have broke that top eight threshold, and they've shown what they're about. Then they made the roster change that everyone was like, I don't think they should have made a two-man roster change. We talked about it on this podcast before. But now I think that they've had some time to get every like everyone on the same page. When I watch them play, like I, I truly think like they, they have a method to their madness of how they play. I think they're a pretty good team. And I think their issue before was obviously not making those mistakes when it matters. And they were so close, kind of like with you guys. Like They're so close to finishing the series out, and then they make some really stupid mistake. And you're like, holy yeah. shit, I can't believe they just lost that. But now I think, I don't know, I, th I would not be surprised if they came out and got like sixth through fourth. Like, I, I think they're, they're doing really well. They're putting a lot of work in from what I see. And I, I, I don't know, that would be my sleeper pick. So yeah. definitely a team to look, yeah. look out for for me. And then um, I haven't, oh, go ahead. No, you're good. What's up? I haven't been like, you guys obviously get to play against pro teams as recently. I haven't been able to like play against pro teams as often as I have prior into the year. But um. I was wondering who would LG play if they make it out first in their pool. Like, what pool do they go against? Second in the pool. Oh, okay. Second. Wait, in your you guys pool, are definitely you... matching up with LG first, by the way. You think? I mean, I it's... not saying that you guys are gonna lose. I guarantee no, no. it, bro. That's just how champs works. That's no, there's works there is time. always there's wait, always said, some yeah, funky bracket. Thing. Work, that's how champs has worked every single time. Wait, the wait, no, that's I I said United's gonna play Genji first round. I mean, yeah, that could very easily happen. Like. Baze can easily play reciprocity round one. Like that's just how it is. Wait, it, there's oh, gonna there's be always one pool that does it. There's gonna be at one pool, but in this particular champs, because we're talking about how past champs like 
the teams just weren't that good because they didn't have coaches and other people helping them improve. But now this year that they have a lot of people around them helping them improve as a team, players, whatever it may be, there's going to be more upsets than usual for sure in pool yeah. play. I mean, yeah. Then, it's... I don't know. It's going to get wild. So just make sure you're <laughs> twisted. <laughs> make sure you're uh, crack. I, yo, yo, I had the first you going to champs last year. Almost didn't get on pool play, bro. I'm not getting. Wait, called weren't out. you weren't you guys a map away or something crazy? Right? What was your what was your story yeah, again? We, what happened? Yeah, with you guys? we played. We uh, Mr. McGee. We lost to choke slammed the series team very the choke first series him. of champs, and then um, I for, we play, we play like uh, Reedy's team, the Epsilon team. They were garbage though, but then we end up playing Heretics, who wasn't even considered good in World War Two. And we were down 2-1. And we ended up winning like map five and then we played Rise first round and then whatever. But like, that's the thing. There's obviously Theory's team and even Heretics, like, were nowhere near as good as us. But they, like, we went in blind when we played those teams. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they had and they came all, out the all, all the film in the world. And so it's like, it's very easy for them to watch and just try to hard counter us. And it's like you lose you lose a one SND six five like who knows that might be the difference between you winning three zero and it going last map, like. Yeah, no, I, I mean, so, I, I agree. I definitely agree, dude. I, I said it before earlier in the podcast. It, it's it's one hour of Call of Duty for that match, right? That's all it is. You can play that same match an hour later. You know what I'm saying? And it's a completely different match. Yeah, you, you might throw them an hour later, yeah. but you might get three yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it, five right now, and that's the only one that matters. Yeah, so it's like so. that. It's this this with everything on the line you just have to show up when it matters and then really execute yep. so it's like all these teams there's so many good teams with the with the film bro you play a search and destroy and the one play that like you countered them because you knew what they were doing you know what i'm saying like caught them yeah. off guard and you win six five that that's all you need you know what i'm saying that's all you need a six five and a six oh is a w and a w the same it doesn't matter at the end of the day so yep. yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild one i i have a feeling this chance is gonna be a wild one especially with the pools even when we won champs together dylan like what did we get second in our pool? We lost. We had to play yeah. optic first round. You know what I mean? Yo, like we, we, we did like, <laughs> bro. We were it always we, like, went in pools, and then I, I was dead ass waving to my friends at the crowd in pool play when we were up two. I was like, oh, we're about to, oh, it's over. I was like trolling, playing prof. Yeah. And thank God, because mm -hmm. uh, if we didn't play prof, if we didn't play optic first round, they probably would have won champs. But I agree. I think if we if if they ended up in the finals that day, that match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just how <laughs> that team is though. Like they yeah, would just win a couple. They would have an easy round one catch fire and then it's yeah, chalked that but... team was unstoppable in the finals well that, yeah. that's definitely so we had to catch yeah. them when they were lacking yeah for sure for sure all right move on to the next topic this topic so I, i'm curious to see like what you guys think now i think it was way different back in the day but now i think it's a little bit more like everything's so much more serious now even for regular majors so obviously you have your majors you have london you have anaheim you have miami which is more of a major and even you have your vegas and all that like all these tournaments and you prepare for these tournaments, and they're super important. There's money on the line. Obviously, you, winning a major in Call of Duty is not something that everyone's obviously done, so it's still super important. But what's the difference leading up to champs compared to like leading up to Anaheim? Not Miami, because Miami was a pretty big tournament. So let's this talk is gonna like sound dumb, London or Anaheim or something like that. This is going to sound dumb, but literally people just care more. Everyone cares more at the end of the day. That's just how it is. So like the, yeah. heart, the heart comes out at champs, bro. Yeah, like the... People truly care more about champs, and that's just how it is. Word like, to Don, people dig deep at champs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, to be honest, I, I think it's just because, like, it's champs, right? It's the last event of the year. Like, obviously, every pro player will tell you, like, no matter what event they go to, like, they want to win that event. Yeah. But, but you have, like, when, when it comes down to the last event, 
you have both sides of the story to where uh like a team like Gen G, right? They haven't won, but they've done really well. Like they want to be able to get at least one championship um in Black Ops 4. And why like it, they would want it to be the biggest one. Then there's also teams like Optic, Us, LG, um, and I guess you could throw E Unite in there, but they obviously just recently won Miami, but like that have won and want to win again. So I just feel like it's kind of like when you're when you have like a like homework in school, but you wait till the last second, you know what I mean? And then you just fucking really focus up to finish it. Like this is the last event. Like everyone, the like, whole atmosphere like, is different too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. like we got top twelve at, at uh, Vegas, and obviously we were pissed, but like we we're like, yo, there's a lot of a lot of game left. Like we can we can get better. We can you know, camps is like this is it. You lose, you're out <laughs> on Saturday. That's it. Your Black Ops four is over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, so it's like, it's and it's you have to think about it like this too. People only remember champs. Back Whenever you're looking back oh. on it, people only remember champs. Like no one remembers, dude. Remember like IW Vegas? Like no one gives a. F- <laughs> no one cares about that. Like people <laughs> only remember champs unless like your team dominated. Dominates, yeah, like, dominated. Like, like optic, optic yeah. dominated in the top three. They remember that. That, that is really true. Awesome. That is really but true. But everyone remembers champs. Like we're, you're gonna look ten back ten years from now and be like, yeah, I won a ring. Yeah, this team won that ring. But like, you're not gonna look at the open events. That's just how it is. Yeah, no, that, that's true. So that that you bring a good point up. It's like you you think back to Black Ops Three. At least this is for me. And this is more obviously. I was a player. Actually, I didn't play Black Ops Three. I quit after the first event. But regardless, I like looking back there. It's like you look at Black Ops Three. Optic was the best team in Black Ops Three. They like they, they, their records, their map records. They were insane. Yeah. But when I think of Black Ops Three, and you ask me, yeah. like, I think Envy. I think Slasher, Cap, Apathy. You know what I'm saying? That's like what well, I think. What, what team got the ring at the end of the year? That's just, so, yep. so I guess that, that is a good point. It's just so weird because I just feel like some of the majors are like... So this brings me to my next question, I guess. So which... Like, what was I going to... Oh, shit. Now I forget what I was going to say. All right, so yeah, no. So you know the AW season, Dylan? How we won champs? And yeah. like, So for, take my personal like career of AW. Second, second, first, second, fifth, second, third, fourth. Like I just had a bunch of top fours in there, but only one win. But it was champs. It was champs. I won. I won the ring. Would you rather be like me and have champs, a bunch of seconds, a couple thirds, fourths, a couple fifths in there, or would you rather be Optic Gaming, first, 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 seventh, first, first, fourth? You know what I'm saying? Like un- like basically yeah. like six tournament wins, even though it's not champs. Like, what would you rather be? Um. I'd definitely just rather have the win, like the champs win, and like you the decent would? placings. Because look back at it, like, like Karma, three rings. That's what I know him by three rings. You win champs every year. That's what they're gonna know you by. So, I'm taking the, I'm taking like a couple of decent placings, maybe a, a two wins, one of them being champs. I'm taking that over winning five out of the seven events. So, you, then, so you'd rather win I, only I champs, I, I, only champs for the whole year, not two wins. I'm saying you champs, only win champs. I, I, I'd probably go. I'd probably go. It depends. Though. If it's only champs, then nah. But if it's like a couple events, like an event and champs, I'm taking two, one event win and one champs win. Like, I right, wait, Dill. Say you got like this year, right? Because AW was different because there was a shit ton of events, yeah. obviously. But like. Say, say your team, say you were like, like in place of me, right? You, you won London, you won Anaheim and say you won Miami, but then lost champs. Say you got like fourth. Would you take the three and the fourth place of champs or like 
like uh like phases placings would they get like fourth third fifth sixth and then say they won champs and got first Ooh, that's tough probably like i would still i would still not even about like the money i would probably take majority wins what Just do you think? I, I mean there, someone asked a good question in the chat how many events does it take like how many event wins equals to one champs win in your guys' eyes? Uh, I, I agree, Ant. Let's go. You think it's you, like I, I Ant mean, said like it's five. It's like Nameless in the chat said like five plus. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I, I don't like that. I'm argument. taking champs, bro. I, I'm taking I, champs in an event win. I don't like, like that a top argument. Top two, top two for the for the sole fact that like realistically, bro, every event like like people definitely go a little harder for champs. That's for sure, obviously, but like. There's no way, like, you know how Pat, will, he'll, like, shit the bed the whole year, and then he won champs, and he's like, oh, I was, like, this is the only one I wanted to win. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, every pro every pro team goes into every event, whether it be the first event of the season or champs, trying to win. So, like, I, I don't think champs is, like, oh, one champs win is five other major event wins. Yeah, yeah, it's, but... more, yeah it's more money, but it's just, it's, it's just a win at the end of the day. Like that's all it is. Yeah, but I'm still taking champs. That's like winning. Oh, a, oh, that's like yeah, winning a game at like. I'm just saying, champs is basketball champs league isn't equal to five other open event wins. <sighs> I don't know. I, I mean, five, I, don't I mean, no one's winning five okay. events. Like, like name was said in the chat, no one's winning five events in a year anymore. That's just not happening. Probably not. Anymore. Yeah, probably not. Well, it ain't gonna happen. Well, that's not even enough. Yeah, Hunter T's capping at two. Everyone has already won. Already got their wins in. We're up next. Let's go. We're up next. Get a <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. Cause I maybe I'm crazy for saying this, but I think winning like this year, winning London or winning Miami is just as hard as winning champs. I think every oh, major right it's now harder. is so hard yeah. to win. Even oh, wait, wait, even wait, wait. in AW. That's like that's like skill wise being harder for sure. It's definitely so, harder now. But we're talking about the importance and like. I get the importance. I get the legacy of it. But like, so it's you, definitely harder to win. Dude, winning. So, hundred percent. I just feel like if you were to win like four in a year back in AW and not win champs, I still think winning four in a year is more impressive. Like you would like, yeah. like, like optic, optic was the best team in the game in AW overall throughout the entire year. They were the best team. You can't go. You know, so it's yeah. like I get they didn't win champs and they didn't have the legacy, but like, dude, winning the two tournaments that Optic smoked us in the finals at. And then law, like losing champs, it was just as hard to win those two tournaments. They played the same oh, yeah. teams. It's not oh, like yeah. no. like the world championship tournament is the tournaments all around the world are not like you know what I'm saying. Like you're playing all the the world teams anyway at every tournament you go to. So it's like every tournament is a world championship tournament, but there's a lot more money on the line. But I just feel like I I I don't know. I I feel like I would almost want like the legacy of winning ten times. Yeah, like, no, no, like no, or eleven no, times no, or twelve times, like winning a multiple championships. I don't. I feel I don't like know. that's that's just because you're in the community and you know when you care and you truly get it. Yeah. But to someone who's never watched COD before, are they gonna watch a world champion team stream or are they gonna watch a best team in the game for a time stream? Like they're probably gonna hear about the world championship. Like they're gonna watch the best it. team now. Wait, yo, Chris, so, that is true. What? So, someone in your chat said but to us, it's different. What? Someone in your chat said I have the record for most tournament wins without winning champs. Wait, so I gotta, I gotta win this year. That's who, what said. Who, wait, that's you? Wait, really? I don't know if it's true, but that's what wait, he said. Wait, you actually if might because you have a lot of tournament wins. That, that is true. I, I'm, I'm copping one. Wait, what? Don't isn't your that champs placings right. too like second, third, fourth? 
Don't you have yeah, second, I've, third, and fourth? I've got, I've gotten every. No, I, I got second, third, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. <laughs> so you have to either get first or fourth. Yeah, I'm either getting first or fourth in this champs. Hopefully first. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm definitely getting first or fourth. Last champs, like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess, I guess champs. One, bro. I guess champs for the legacy of it. And in 15 years, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna look back, and people are gonna remember. Most people are gonna remember. Oh, those guys were the world champions that year. Like, yeah. even in World War II, that EG team sucked. I, I'm gonna be yeah. completely honest. They were terrible. But when it mattered the most, they showed up. They you know say they didn't qualify for playoffs. They didn't look it in the league. They couldn't win 18 searches in a row. They were like, you know, what I'm saying all those, all the bad stats. But when it showed up, and they did it, they did it. And you could never take that away from them. And you can never That's say right. anything. And in 10 years from now, you will remember that they won champs. Yeah, yep. Even though TK was unbelievable that year, they won back-to-back. -back. They won season one. We had a win, even though, like, we had a crazy finals, but that was it. Like, that wasn't too crazy, like, in the sense of, like, our team being talked about. Like, Optic had, like, the moments when they were in the finals, but they never, like, got the W. But at the end yep. of the year, you will probably remember that Think about won EG. You won't, you won't remember, you won't remember, like, TK winning the first event of the year. You might if you really, really are a big cop fan. Like but in the community and really yeah, like nobody but you won't remember. Like you will remember EG winning champs, I guess. So that that is definitely. That is definitely I think cool. another. I think another factor though that goes into this champs being a little different than like past champs is franchising. Yeah, going into franchising next year, like yeah. Bryce, every Bryce, like everyone obviously wants to win. About it in the chat. Are they? They're saying like how like every time every team that wins champs they get the super bag like. That is literally you could use that as biggest leverage when it comes to oh. signing. Yeah, if I, I mean if look I win, at the NV team this year. If, if I win champs, if if I win champs, I'm literally requesting 50k a month. Period. <laughs> <laughs> what three three chip three chips and a ring? Done in the franchising, it's over. And I want a new Lambo truck. Dead ass. I mean, I I go to my contract. I think the Envy team in the beginning of this year could, was, were able to get Huke, and like obviously they didn't do very well with them. Like that wasn't the best team. But then I think most people would kind of kind of predicted that Envy team wasn't going to work out in the beginning of the year anyway. We kind of, everyone yeah. kind of knew that. But that team get. only happened because they won champs. If EG got yeah. second or any other place, they were probably not going to end up on Envy with Kyler. I I, re I genuinely believe or even that. team together still. Well, yeah, or even team together still, but still, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. I, I, that is true, too. So going to next year with franchising being around the corner, like, winning, like, if you win champs this year, especially if you've already won an event, so, like, the teams that have already won, United, 100 Thieves, all these, all these other teams, LG, Optic, if they win champs, too, going in the franchising, when you're talking to some of, obviously, like, the newer organizations, you have that on your resume, are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah, huge. Yeah. So I guess that is true. That is true. I don't know. All right, uh, we can move on. So also, by the way, if you guys have any other questions in the chat, I'll obviously, we can answer some of them. I'm not obviously going to guarantee that we go through all of them because there's going to be a lot of them. But every once in a while, if, if we see a good question, I'll try and take it in the chat as much as I can. But uh, I want to kind of move on from like the topic of Champs 2, even though like we just talked a lot about that. I also want to talk to you guys personally because obviously with Crowder Hours, I always want to talk about the relevant topics, Miami, Anaheim, I've done them for so many events and all that, but I also want to talk to you guys. Like when I said in the beginning of the podcast, there wasn't everyone here. I'll say it again. This is a group of players that have had ups and downs in their careers, and I feel like a lot of fans or or just Call of Duty players in general always talk about like they'll come into your streaming and just use you as an example, or you two, or any three of you. 
you're streaming, they'll always be like, what's like your best moment of your career? Like, how did your career start off? <clears throat> or like anything of the sort of like how amazing, like, like something good about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what like kicked it off? But like, no one ever asked the question like, the lowest like point of your what career. was the lowest point of your career and how the hell did you bounce back from it? Because I feel like a lot of people don't know, like a big thing about becoming a pro player, and I'm sure any pro player will tell you this, you usually go through moments where you're like, I don't know if this is it. You know what I'm saying? Like, or like, maybe this is the end. Or yeah. like, maybe this shit's just not working. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, <clears throat> wait, does Nameless have a question? But I feel like that's a very big thing that a lot of people that support Call of Duty or play. And, and you can ask your question, by the way. I didn't, if I, if I missed it, my bad. But like, wait, that's it? My career. No, because uh, well, you uh, oh. <laughs> But serious but seriously, so it's like when when people that like want to become pros, if there's anyone in here that obviously are like players that want to do it, it's like what so going to all three of you, like you can all think about your lowest moment right now. Like how the hell do you bounce back from some of those low moments? Like I know Mike, we'll start with you with this one, because I said this earlier. Mike's been through the that is your bro. that is your thing. That's his. You know what I'm saying? That you get thrown to the wolves all I the time. Off that shit, bro. So it's like, yeah, like so. Actually, seriously, so like, like explain it, talk about it. it. Yeah, talk about it. So, I want to hear about lowest it. Lowest point definitely had to be last year. Some people would think it was this year, and I'll get to why I ranked last year higher than this year. World War Two, like, obviously, Ghost, like. Kind of put a scrap team together, me, Mox, uh, Llama, and Lacefield, and ended up getting that big, like, Ghost coming in the COD was big, and, like, they did a lot for us. And to start things off, like, IW was when we were first teaming, and we ended up placing top eight at Champs, and then joined Ghost and moved into the LA, like, mansion. And that, that mansion was counterproductive for the whole squad. Like, our internet was out half the time. Uh, if we scrim teams, it'd just be an unfair advantage for one side, either our team or the other team. And it just was counterproductive. Like, we'd be distracted easily living in a $50 million mansion. And um, long story short, to speed things up, in World War II, like, what that caused was us not getting good practice and then ended up having shit placings. Like, I'm talking top 40, top 48, <laughs> top 60, like, Woo. awful. And the team ended up uh breaking up and i just had no like my stock was at an all-time low and the difference between that year and this year is like at least this year i have the 10 and 1 league record the 16 and 0 snd to like to hold myself to a standard and people see that and respect what i did there even though i'm not in the league now but in world war ii like i went from coaching lg like middle of the year and not knowing, like, not having any idea where I would end up, like, having the thoughts of, all right, is this it? Is this it? Like, is it time to move on into some other direction into the scene? And I ended up even doing that as stepping into the coach role. And I did that for, like, two events. And thankfully, leading into champs, um, I formed this, like, it was Anaheim, I believe. Like, leading up to Anaheim, like I said, top 40s, top 60s. And then ended up playing with Nagafin. BL Fire, uh, Nagafin BL Fire, and Moch. Jesus, this team was awful. Somehow, <laughs> some, some, no shots to all those guys. It just weren't like on top of our game. And somehow ended up getting into pools at Anaheim, placing like top 16. And that event is the event I played Major Maniac and Mox to get the pool play spot to make it out of open. 
And after beating them, like no cap, I single handedly smoked those fools. And no, and they could even like testify for that. But at the same time, um, Major Maniac, I knew that kid was like next up, and I knew I had to grab him if I wanted to like make something happen again and bounce back. So I said, like after the event, um, we ended up losing, and I was just like frustrated with how we played. Um, so I was like, yo, I need to get this kid if I want to do something special. So I ended up hitting him up, and he was like, yo, if you want a team, gotta bring Mox. So it, and I teamed with Mox in the past prior to World War II. Um, so I made it happen and we ended up just going to champs and getting top eight. Um, so yeah, that was probably definitely the most downfall <laughs> of my career is going from a player to coaching and then beating the team that I just was coaching at champs in LG. So that is crazy. I forgot about that. I actually forgot that about that. Insane. Yeah, with the hot three, it was a nice bounce back. So <laughs> <laughs> wait, that I completely forgot that you beat LG at champs. Yeah. That is actually nuts. All right, Ian, let's go to you. What do you? So what, what was like your lowest point? And you what did you do to bounce back? I already know yours, but like, yeah. obviously you got to talk about it now. Um, I mean, obviously my lowest point was like the basically all of War Two until the the last part of it, because I mean, ever when I was like finally a professional Call of Duty player, even if at certain points I like wasn't confident in myself or my team, I was still consistently placing like top four, top six. You know what I mean? Like I would I would be contending at some events and then going into world war ii i just made a horrible choice yes, on picking the team that that i Full went to go play for the cash and um and it clearly didn't work out and like it wasn't like we were just playing bad like you know on our phase teams we've had we've had a couple of bad events before but we were still getting top eight top six like fourth i think i got like top 12 top 20 with eg like legitimately i wasn't even playing on sundays and uh when the roster change fucking period happened, I kind of got fucked over by the situation. And so, like, I, I had no team. I had to go play with an open team, which was Lightning Pandas, which was Goonjar, Theory, and Exotic. And um, I thought that was it, no lie. I thought, because it was, like, Seattle, that, that event, and then there was, like, one more change for the end of the year. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go. Uh, go to Seattle with Lightning Pandas, try to do well and see if I can get on a league team and see what happens. But, like, if not, I was probably going to quit and try to do, like, streaming or content. But luckily, I got picked up. Lamar Lamar and Kenny both blessed me. Because um, I don't know exactly what happened to them. All I know is Lamar hit me up and was like, yo, you want to run games? And then the rest is history. So I was, I was at the verge of quitting, for sure. Like, I, I was pretty much done halfway through World War II. Just because my stock was so low at that point, because we had played like fucking abysmal. But yeah. um, I don't know. For me, it was just always like I'm such a competitor. I didn't want to quit. So like, getting that opportunity to kind of like show everyone that I could still win uh, with TK was huge for me. I think. And I think that actually like really helped with my confidence because that was the lowest point in my career, like individually. When I was on EG, I was like, dude, maybe I just that's it. Like I can't play anymore. But uh, now we're here. Wait, that's actually, that's actually crazy. Someone says Zinni saved your career by going to Optic. Yeah, I think that's what it was. He he yeah. like he, that's what it is. That's what it was. He sketched right on TK. So yeah. you so you, you you owe your career to 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 methods. Basically, because if he didn't sketch on TK and go to Optic, which was obviously warranted, like you're gonna join Optic, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like, and that and, and TK by, that was the, that was the only league team that I got an offer by. Yeah. It's like wow. I, I think I tried to get on Envy, mm-hmm. but they picked up like Chino and Desi, and I think maybe it was just Chino and Desi. I don't know. Yeah, that's sad. That's that's nutty. That's crazy. And Dylan, but... we all know yours. So, but yeah, no, that's actually that's wild. That is so wild because I. But it's so weird because like that downfall for you was probably like the best thing that's ever happened to you in the sense of like where you ended up. You know what I'm saying? Like you ended up like doing really well the next year. You know what I'm saying? Like if that, if all that, like if you don't get dropped by Pat and you know what I'm saying? Things don't work out in the sense of, like, of the way things worked out. Like you wouldn't have probably won two events this year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, no, no chance. I you, wouldn't have played this year. You would, you wouldn't have played with Kenny. You wouldn't have ended up on hundred feet. You know what I'm saying? Like all that, like it's, it's so weird how down things can seem as a competitor and like how out of like out of touch you can be like, oh dude, like this, like I don't know if I'll ever get back to the top. And then you end up having like the best that like the best case scenario. Like even like when you look at some of the other competitors that do end up retiring, like there's so many people that end up having like the best moments because they retired and they do like something in the content. Like obviously like players like I don't know what the Shroud story, but you know what I'm saying? People like that though. Ninja yeah. retired Halo, now look at them. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. never know what's like the next step of the story but dylan go to you before we obviously because you have to talk still so uh, mine's like a fresh wound you guys are all talking about you <laughs> we're, back, we're, we're ripping off the band-aid i was there with you pal so. <laughs> yeah no it was tough this was garbage uh, bro oh my gosh nah yeah after after poq that definitely lowest point because other than that like I, there's not really a point in my career where we weren't at the top like in aw we were at the top black ops we were trash but still gained like fourth because there's no one playing at that time and like then IW, we were solid second and third again. World War II, we were super inconsistent. But, like, we got an event win. We got a third at Champs, a fourth at another event. So, still another good lucrative year. Um, but, yeah, no, this is definitely the lowest. We didn't qualify for the fucking Pro League. That shit's embarrassing. Oh, yeah, I'm cursing way too much. That's embarrassing. But, um, yeah, it was, it was wild. It was a wild time. Uh, so, I pretty much definitely, my stock was at the lowest point at this year for sure and i just feel like over the years of being on phase i really didn't get to showcase my potential to the fullest and uh, grow as a player person whatever it may be and then so when i got the offer to go back to phase while still being on eg because i mean when i joined eg it was really simple i just joined hit up eg they hit me up i joined and i knew that like if we wanted to have a winning potential or just even do a little bit better i would have to make moves with that team and pick up some other players and um so when I got the offer from FaZe, I was definitely thinking about going back. And then I just realized, like, do I want to go back and do it again? Like, I don't want to be like, – I do love FaZe. I do, like, did want to be on FaZe my whole career. But I felt like it was just kind of going out and doing something on my own rather than just going back and knowing what's going to happen. And uh, even though we haven't got the placings that we've wanted this year so far, it, I think it's been a really good growing experience for me. And uh, then also dealing with other players – and just learning to become an overall better player. So it was just kind of one of those things. Well, to to back up your decision with like the whole phase and like going back to phase, I personally think, and I think the phase guys even agree now too. Like I think every, like, I think both you guys got the best of both worlds. Like I, th- I truly think if you join that phase team, <laughs> <laughs> I truly, I, <laughs> I truly think like you guys wouldn't have ended up being that good. Just like, play styles meshing and like just stuff oh, like that like not. you're you're an insane player you're playing amazing on eg but 
but like being on the same point, you know what I'm saying? Like it just wouldn't have worked out. So, and I think phase getting someone like ASIM worked out for them better too. Like I, I think you guys would have been probably worse just because even though like how talented you are and how talented everyone on a phase is, it's not always about the talent. It's all about a lot more play styles and how things can work and all of this stuff. Yeah, 100%. And then like on top of that, it's just how many times you're going to like sometimes like getting a fresh start with new players, new people like help you out a lot more than you think. Oh, like yeah, how many times you're going to team with the same people? And that's not I'm not saying you can't team with like Zuma again and win. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, here. definitely not. I definitely but, think we could team together and win. A, exactly. Win but like how many times like maybe you just like you, you need a refresh. You know what I'm saying? It, it, yeah. it helps you so much. You learn other players philosophies. You learn so it, much like, when you team so team with someone. They you know rejuvenates I mean? you. Yeah, as a even, player, like even for probably Tommy, Tommy would be saying it. the same thing. Like, dude, when you team with a group of new people, you learn a lot of new things about new people, and it helps. And you take those things to yourself, right? So it's like, yeah, it that that can go such a long way. And sometimes that's just needed for everyone. Like, I think everyone grows from that sometimes. And even though you won't think at the moment, like, dude, remember when we were sitting in the hotel room after we didn't we didn't qualify the PLQ? We we're all yeah. sitting there, and we're like, dude. The fuck is I, about I, 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 I remember Chris was like, "This is it." I, that, yeah, dude. Like seriously, I, I genuinely did not know what was gonna be like my life, and then like the next, yeah. like you know what I'm saying, like the next. Still step. mind blowing. You guys didn't qualify. I'm mind yeah, blown. All because Preston didn't want to run a song. Listen, there's a lot more to that story. We're yeah. getting, we're Preston not getting deep into that. Song. Hey, appreciate yeah. y'all. Appreciate y'all for we, we we are not getting deep into that because we're not getting deep into I, that. I That's for another time. I lost pool. Right, next wait, question. Wait, we no, should no. actually have all of us on that team, like on the on for yeah, one day and talk should. about it. We should. Yeah, maybe at the end should. of the year. Maybe maybe at the end of the year. But yeah, we should. Regardless, wow, like, it's crazy because this whole couple of months we lose full months leading up into the game to then. Yeah, dude, wow. and it, but like it's it's so weird because you you're sitting there and like you you don't know what it is, but like. To be honest, like even not qualifying, qualifying for me as much as like playing is good and like I enjoyed it. And even though like I still think if I had the right role with the right team, I probably could have been on a good team. I'm not saying I would have oh, been definitely. on dominant, but like I, I just, could, yeah. but I've never been happier now doing what I'm doing. You know, I'm streaming. I love streaming. I love doing the podcast. I'm still involved with Call of Duty. I'm coaching, which is like to me, like you've teamed with me, Dylan. Like that's basically what I do anyway when I play. Yeah. So like it's it's very it's very easy to like see like how the, the topic of like how you like bounce back from like your worst like your worst times is just sometimes like your worst moments lead to like your, the most successful part yeah. of your life and you just have no idea you know what i mean like nameless said it in the chat right now facts like he's up like life is upgraded for him since he's retired like and justify this if i'm wrong when you first retired when you got dropped from eg and you didn't know what was going on yeah, look at you. You were probably yeah, you were probably sitting <laughs> yeah, in in the in, in your room just like, dude, like stressing out, like, I don't know what the hell I'm about to yeah, do. Like yeah. what do I do? What's next? Do I still play? And like players like the guys on this podcast that continue to play, like they were sitting there like, Yeah, I'm gonna continue to play. And now like look, like you're there they're all at champs this year, they're all doing their thing. Like you just never know like sometimes the worst thing that's happened to you actually leads to like some of the most successful things in your yeah. in your time well, like even now like dylan like you're doing amazing yes your placings aren't that bad but your team's still very good and you're on the you were on the all-star team right yeah, i got last every event i'm on the all-star team like you can't last every year <laughs> but like in ian like, like, you don't get dropped so good now yeah see like, you, you get talked well, about I've again been good like ian you every get dropped year. you think you're done and then you end up winning back-to-back -back events this year and being on a team that you would have never Yo. been on if you didn't get dropped if they kept you on eg you probably oh, yeah, would have never, happened. you probably yeah, would have been done yeah. by now. You could, you could have oh. ran yourself in the ground. You have no idea. So it's just so weird. Like the low points in life are 
are needed for sure. It like gives you like a moment of realization on like what you really want to do. Yeah, no. And then like, no. I don't know, it just, I feel like that's what, that's what actually helps people. Like, you know how they, how everyone says all the time, like someone who's successful has failed a hundred times. Like you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. The, like what you need to do. And, and yeah. with us specifically, whether it's like something like you or aunt, right. Where you, you were like, dude, you know, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Like I want to kind of go a different path and like, you want to be a streamer, content creator, um, like whatever. And, and obviously being a host and us, but like, I don't know if you never really had that moment, you would just still be like, you'd still be playing. You know what I mean? Like if you qualified for the league, but then you guys weren't doing so well, you would have been miserable. miserable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I was playing like, but the fact that that <laughs> happened, it sucked in the moment. And yeah. You're like, dude, that might've been, might be the lowest point in my career, but like it opened up so much for you that you probably had no clue was even possible. Well, Bryce, Bryce brings up a good point. He said rock bottom is a damn good place to start building. But in the sense of like to that, like you don't try something else out when you're, what, are you good down there? I'm good. I'll get back by five, bro. <laughs> like, oh bro, gosh. you, you don't try something else like fully until like you obviously, <laughs> you don't try something else fully until you obviously like, you have until you have to you know what i'm saying like, when you're yeah, when you're a competitive player and you're scrimming every day you're not going to go out and stream for 10 hours a day because you can't same thing with Ant. like you don't know if you're going to be a good broadcaster an analyst or whatever you're doing because you don't have time because you're focused on your grind of what you're currently doing you never actually have the chance to like take that risk and start building like what bryce said start building on something new to like to like help yourself out you know like i i think it's just so crazy thinking about how like some of these moments just have led to like so many different things. The person I use to the best example, and I could be completely wrong about this because I don't talk to him personally, like, you know, like Ninja, like, I just don't think like, do you think when Ninja retired, like he was happy about it, like in Halo? You know what I'm saying? No. I'm okay. sure I'm sure he was probably super anxious about it. And dude, now look at the guy, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not even, yeah. like, I, I don't talk to him, but like, I'm, I, I'm this is me kind of speculating, but like, I'm sure when that happened, I don't think he was like expecting to become what he is now, but like, you just had no idea. Like him retiring from Halo could have been like one of the best things he can because he focused on his stream. He played H1Z1. He started blowing up and now look at him. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if he stayed as a, if he stayed as a player, you never know what could have had it. So I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Uh, it's definitely that's why, crazy. That's why I always, not even with Cobb, I always like listening to like successful people's like lowest point in their life. Yeah. Because I mean, like you, 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 yeah. I mean, majority of the time it's, it's fucking, it's insane. And you're like, wow, they, they were there and then they, they built themselves up all the way to where they're at now. It's like yeah. kind of, it, it just, for me, it makes it seem like, so nothing's ever that bad, you know, yeah. in, in the, like in the moment, I remember when you guys didn't qualify, not to keep going on this topic, but when you guys didn't qualify, I legit thought like, I was ready to call 911 for y'all. I, <laughs> I, I thought someone was jumping off the balcony in the hotel. No lie. Oh dude. I remember, like, being, I remember being in your room. But like, oh, but then like, you know what I'm saying? Like you take a, you take a couple take a couple days and like you really like just think about what you actually want to do and you're like you're like oh it's, it wasn't that bad you know I thought it was a lot worse than I thought oh, it was looking, a lot worse. Lo than really looking was. back at it now and looking where everyone ended up, I think it was the best for everyone in the, in the party. Yeah. I think Dylan is like obviously doing his thing now with EG. I think the Phase guys are doing great. Preston's on 100 Thieves. He's won an event or two. Like I I think it kind of helped everyone out in the long run. It more way more than you would have thought even like for rj the coach 
He like he he's got like a full time. He is FaZe's coach, and look at the FaZe team now. He is a big part of that success, and the FaZe players will tell you. So like even our coach ended up getting a lot of praise from everything that happened. So it's like when we were all sitting there talking about it, it was the worst, but it ended up getting way better, and that's that's the crazy thing. But to move on from this topic, um, this is uh this has been a topic I got a lot of tweets about, Mike. This is your time to shine. If you want to talk about it, you can respect respectfully decline if you want to. But uh, let's get it, baby. Yeah. So so everyone has obviously <laughs> talked. I know I talked to you right when it happened, and we didn't really be like get it, things to like align. But now that I have you on here, people always wanted to hear your story of the Gen G story. Yeah. And so I wanted. So I guess yeah, you can start it from. Obviously, we've heard it from their side, and. We just kind of want to hear what happened from at least your point of view, because we've never really got that. So side. there, I'll start with the first time, but um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't really talked about this at all to anyone or at just at all, like anywhere, because you know I'm just the type of person. Something happens, just keep it moving, and like I don't want to create um like people to start looking at those players in a different way or like. This isn't me talking down on them. This is just my point of view on how things happen and how I feel it all went down. And I never really spoke on that because I just want to keep moving on, not create drama to where I could just focus on what's next. So the first time it happened, um, we were 6-1 and one in the league. The only team we lost to was Midnight. And Envoy, obviously, kid's a beast. Like, even when I got dropped for him, like, I had no, like, hate on him, like, I knew why they did it in the aspect that he he's been playing better than me. Kid's a superstar, uh, next gen talent, and I understand that. But um, the way it was done, I kind of felt like throughout for a couple months it was always like set up for me to be the next one out because, to be honest, like some days I just get on and scrim with the team and I'd be frying with a specialist, right? And then. Somehow Nagafin goes by my back and tells like someone on the team, like brings them in a theater, doesn't tell me anything about it, and shows a bad play of me using a specialist. And the whole time me being on Gen G with Nagafin, it just felt like he was always out to get me. I don't know. In my in my eyes, the way it happened, reason like it got pushed forward to me being dropped in the first place for Envoy, uh, was because like he was insecure that it was either me or him to go and that since I was the one that uh, like went out and talked with Genji, uh, coordinated contracts and did all that, that I had more power than him. So I felt like any single way he could to try to downplay me or throw dirt on me to my teammates um, at the time, he did. So I was kind of upset in that regard and felt like I was just kind of outcasted and uh, not respected as much when it came to being dropped the first time. Uh, so. The only thing I learned from that is, you know, I fucked up in the aspect of picking the people I picked to join the team going into 5v5. And if I could go back and change that, I would. But it is what it is. And it's just time to move on. And okay. I have complete respect for those guys. And it is what it is. It's, 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 it's weird. Cause at least, so the first time you guys had such a good performance. And, like, this is me being very transparent with you, too. Like, you know how I am. I'm not going to lie. It's... So when they did that first move, I was, I, we were, everyone was shocked. Cause I think I was in the call with my current team, same thing Ian. And I was uh, in the, I was in the call with my current team. I was like, wait, they actually just like made a move. I can't believe it. But when it happened at the same time, Envoy, as obviously we see now, he's unbelievable at this game. But 
it was more like maybe they're trying to get an upgrade like envoy has been playing really good like so maybe they think like they're getting an upgrade so i was like all right i kind of see the logic you know what i'm saying like i get it like i really like i, I even know like this is like once again like i'm just being honest with you but like that happened it was crazy like w like why break a thing that's not broken but i saw where they're coming from maybe they wanted to see if they can get more slaying power whatever the hell the theory was but the second time is what i'm interested in because the second time they have envoy this time they yeah, have so envoy this time and they and, and they so they they get second they couldn't beat our team obviously at the event like so they were like maybe we have to try something new it was understandable like it made, made complete sense and they they pick you up they give you a chance second time was straight food so days, i so this is what i want to hear because yeah the situation was horrible dude, it, because they they go four and zero with you they don't lose the search which i'm pretty sure we go four and zero. Yeah, and explain and from there. I have a week to transition from a Sog to a Maddox, and I'm grinding my ass off at the at the pro league, like in the room trying to improve individually. And the whole time, I knew someone was up, and I kind of felt like leading up to the pro league is what kind of chalked it for them, because a lot of times in practice and scrims online, like my internet would go out or teams would overbook and fraud us and not scrim us so we didn't have much practice at all even going into the pro league with the new squad like me joining for naga yeah of course even so we still went 4-0 but the funny thing to me was the whole time like we created a system going into this game that we abided by and made sure we stuck by each time like going into our matches was to watch film go over our individual film watch other teams film not once during the whole transition to me joining for naga did we go over film not once did we join theater at all. So that was kind of like... So it felt off. It felt yeah, off, it felt yeah. like something was going on already for sure. And I didn't understand why. And then um, eventually we just ended up going 4-0. Um, the last time I even seen them was we went back to the hotel. Like, yo, good shit. We came here, handled business 4-0, blah, blah, blah. Then um, we were like planning to go out for a steak dinner. I ended up not going. One, because in the back of my head, I knew someone was up and I'm like, I'm not going to fucking go to a steak dinner with these guys if I feel like they're going to drop me, especially because at the time my, st my stomach was hurting. So I was like, I'm just going to stay back. <laughs> but, uh, full head nah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Should have went just, to that dinner, bro. Uh, you should bro. Wait, dude. wait, I was actually going to say, not, spot, not yeah. going to a dinner like that, as yeah, dumb that as it sounds, that, that, that could be a mistake. Yeah, that could be the thing. Like, you, as dumb as it sounds. Hey, listen, but, yeah. listen, I went to a dinner when we were six and one, fools still weren't having it. Okay, so all right, all right, all right. That makes sense. Give a break. Fools on the toilet all night. Well, yeah, so then we get back from the league and, they just hit me up like, yo, it's nothing against you. Like, you did nothing wrong. We appreciate you coming through and handling business and being professional with it. But uh, we just feel like we have a better system with Naga. And I was just like, I was a loss for words. I just laughed at them. And I said, all right, whatever. Like, you made your bed laying it. And I just have the confidence myself. I'll be fine either way. The only thing that just pisses me off is going 10-1 and in the pro league and 16-0 and in S&D. When people say S&D wins championships, and like I've only been Never to one to I've event. only been to one event in this whole game with one set team and that was Vegas with uh Genji Winaga. So this whole year has just been chalked and like I feel like I worked so hard in World War Two to bounce back and get to the point where I could start competing for championships, especially this deep in my career. Like I know I have to win a championship because when it comes to my stock and people wanting to team with me, I haven't done it yet. So I wanted to do it with this team and that shit just got chalked. And I, 
it's just frustrating because I had to go through shit like that my whole career, like being on top teams in the past, like in Bops 2, uh, Ghost, where I was too young to go to champs and having to get dropped because I wasn't of the age requirement. So uh, it's just demoralizing. And I just got to keep it pushing, though, because I know hey. I'm that close. And hopefully, Respect. hopefully, I, it's what I love to do. So, and I know with the year I just had, even with what happened, like it's still something to bounce back off of. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. It was just, it was, yeah. That's crazy. I've always, I've always wanted that's to hear insane, your side because, but... and stream. That's the first time I've ever heard it too. None of us have that's ever heard, heard that. I've we, heard we, it. We, we, I haven't <laughs> talked to Mike behind the scenes ever about it. It's just very yeah. like, yeah. It was just a very weird situation. I, I, I we've heard their side of the story. Uh, now we obviously heard yours, but yeah, it's so weird how like, this might be completely wrong, obviously, but like if you did go to that dinner, you never know. It's like so yeah. weird how things work out because people talk. If you're not there, it's but even that's... like. Your internet goes out in one scrim or something like that. It's like, there's so much yeah. to it, but yeah, no. Wait, that's... that's another thing too. Like how you said, like a teammate was plotting against you. There's never really been many players who've actually said like publicly that they have had a teammate plot against them. Like they might just like, like go. I mean, it's happened. Rug, it's happened. Like it definitely has happened to yeah, a lot it's of people. Happened. I'm not going like, to say who, cause it's not my business, but it's happened. Yeah, it's interesting to like actually hear it. Yeah. Now. Because I mean, think about it though. Seriously, at the end of the day, like, yeah, you're a team. Yeah, you want to win. Yeah, you want to do your, your best. You know what I'm saying? All of this. But you're also competing for your job, right? So if, if it's you or the other guy on the, on the line, most people are going to try and do their utmost to get their oh, self yeah. to stay. I dropped yeah. myself in AW. It's, it's and I take pride it. for that. I remember doing that literally. I, I've dropped yeah. myself in AW because I well, remember doing garbage, after yeah, champs, I was garbage. I, wait, but I still got second and then third being garbage i was terrible at that game but regardless i like after champs when we won and i talked to clay straight up like face to face with dylan too and i literally said i was like listen like i'm just not fucking cutting it it was me or cap i and, and me and cap talked about it too and i literally said i was like i'm just not fucking cutting it i was like i don't think me or cap can be on the same team right now and win period i was just being straight up about it you know what i'm saying it was it was true and then we ended up both like obviously you guys that's when you guys made the face team is that when it happened yeah yeah so that's when it happened but i I even agreed. Like, I came, to you, I came to you guys and said, take my fucking job away from me. I suck. But, like, yeah, you'd like be surprised at the end of the day. Yeah, at the end of the day. <laughs> I was literally at your house when I got dropped. At the end of the day, it's like people do compete for their spots. And oh, if, yeah. if, if it's you or the other guy, people are going to do that. 9% of the time. Yeah, they're going to. You're fighting to the, gonna, you're fighting yeah. to the death. <laughs> yeah, you're going to do your best. And, and it's pretty nuts to think about. Like, you, and you never know. Like, it's people so crazy. Just, how, like, people just see the team. They don't see the individuals on the team. Like, yeah. they don't. No one knows the behind the scenes stuff that happens because we only. You only know it on your team. No one knows it on any other team unless. People I feel tell like there should be a reality show about it. Yeah, there needs to be low key. Wait, there'd be a crazy. Wait, I, heard, I heard that's what's happening with franchising on low key. I don't know. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm, wait. There should be a reality show with like a team and like the shit that actually goes on because you'd be like, there's so oh much God. stupid shit that happens. And Abel was getting camp. gunned all day, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> Well, it's be, so insane. <laughs> I mean, wait, hold up, Ian. You get gunned all day, every day, baby. That's it'd be more like enable showed up the screams faded, <laughs> and still frying. And, 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 and drop one k damage. Five event wins. Where's the Lambo truck, yo? Facts. <laughs> that is so funny. But yeah, no, I've I've never heard that story, but it's it's pretty nuts. So they didn't tell yeah. you. Wait, hold up. So they didn't tell you that you might get dropped. If not, they, it was oh, just no, like you're not talking to me. You're talking to Mike. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, go wait, keep, huh? He was talking to Mike. He said, Sorry. so they didn't tell you that you might get dropped if they felt more. So, yeah, that's actually a good question. 
when they asked you to step up to the plate or whatever it was and play at the pro league, did they like let you know like you have a chance of like probably getting dropped again? Like if you do so, bad or or what nah. was like the talk? Well, it was around like the the roster change period just ended. I was in talks with like three teams, but they were all last like bottom tier teams. So I just chalked it, and especially with still getting paid from Genji, I wasn't gonna sell myself short to try to force something. Okay. So I ended up just like pretty much just accepting my fate and thinking I was gonna go play an open bracket and try to bounce back that way. And then all of a sudden, I look at my phone. I have six missed calls from Mox and a DM from Joey. That's Nubs. never good. He's like, uh, That's yo. Never no, it was good at the time. Uh, oh. he was like, this is when they first hit me up. Oh, so, okay, 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 okay. So six missed calls from Chance and then a DM from Joey Nubsy. He's like, yo, is it Duffy season? And I was like, oh, shit, it's on. Let me see. I was like, <laughs> so I called Mox right away. I was like, yo, what's going on over cool. there? What's up? He's like, yo, can you hop in Discord? So I hop in Discord with him, uh, Joey Nubsy, and Envoy. And at the time, it's like 2 in the morning. So they were the only ones Damn. up still. And they pretty much tell me that um, they had a disagreement with Jared and scrims and they just didn't like how he was coming off and they were just tired of him and they felt like they wanted to change since they lost to, uh, who was it? Yeah. So, um, they were like, so are you down to play? I'm like, is this for sure? Like, I'm like, I'm insecure still. Cause, because I've been talking to other teams and they done me dirty, like saying I'd be on the team and then I'm not. And then oh, I, I was, was like, is this for, yeah, I was like, is this for sure? They're like, yeah, it's like, it's chalk for Jared. You're on the team. We're going to start scrimming tomorrow. And then like, yeah, in the post that Genji posted, it said I'm being subbed in for the pro league, but they made it out to seem like it was a full, full-time thing. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I always, that was actually a good question that I had forgotten. Someone in the chat obviously just caught it. When that, when that first happened, I think we were all on the call, like scrimming or something. And I literally said, I was like, there's no way, like, it wasn't done with, like, saying, like, heads up. We I don't still do, remember. We don't you do guys good. Are the you yeah. guys are the first team we scrimmed. Yeah. And I, and I remember it, like, vividly, like, saying, like, heads up. Like, if, if you don't do good, like, you probably, you might want to be on the roster. Then it's like, all right, you're kind of picking. You're, you're choosing that knowing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, what's going to happen. And then you guys ended up doing well. So, like, realistically, even if that was a thing, like, you guys did well. I just always wondered, like, how those things worked. Because yeah. it's just, I, I, I really wanted to get behind the scenes because usually, yeah, usually I actually don't even bother to like hear some of the behind the scenes stuff because like usually you can kind of tell, but that was just such a interesting situation. And I yeah. know I tried to get you on the first time and I, we couldn't, we couldn't get things like situated. And now finally I was able to hear that story. That was the first time I ever heard it too. So that was, that was pretty interesting. Very, yeah. You, you've gone through some weird shit in your career, Mike. <laughs> you've gone yeah. through, some, through some weird shit in your career. Like, Mikey's a grinder, though. Why yeah. are you making much? <laughs> like, people roast me for not winning a championship, and, like, it holds me back from being able to join, te join teams because I don't have a championship. But how the fuck am I going to win a chip when, like, I'm this doing like what I'm doing? And that, yeah, and yeah like, that GG team is your best chance. Like, you literally, like you said, you didn't get to go to an event with them, but, like, you never know what could happen at an event. Like, you guys have been playing super well in the league. Granted, the league and the events are different, but, like, you guys are playing really well, and you just got robbed of an opportunity. Didn't even, didn't even get a chance yeah. to, like, put it to the test. Yeah. Yeah, no. All right. We'll move on to, like, the last section here. We will talk. So I'm taking, we'll take some questions from the chat really quick. Just, like, a few. We won't go, like, super in-depth because we've been here for a little bit. 
and we'll talk just basically just answer random questions or like questions that are relevant for example who do you think the best sog in the game is we'll start with that one that's that's the first one i saw uh best, best sog in the hard. game you think it's well, actually well uh well he doesn't even run main sog right no uh not even, uh, yeah, i yeah, take yeah, it back yeah, dylan cod bro Abizi's that best guy's one everywhere on the map. Dylan Cod. I think I think Dylan Cod is like the best at like maneuvering the map and getting kills like that. But the sheer slaying. His, his team, yeah, his pure slaying. His team doesn't really like. They're not really like they are a team, but they don't like play like super structured game. They're kind of just like everywhere, all over the place. And when that when it's working, it's working. He's getting his kills. They're frying. But when it's not, they're just getting shut down. But a player like. Uh, like Envoy, like a Gen G team, where or like even at United, United's kind of the same way. They kind of play like super crazy until like Facinto came along and kind of helped them out. But they just have so much raw talent. But like Gen G, they play super structured, and they can really showcase their talents. Like Envoy and uh, Havoc can with the Sogs yeah. by playing structured and also getting a ton of kills and being super impactful on the map. Okay, yeah, no, it's it's weird because I'm seeing like people's answers in the chat right now. People are saying Dylan, people are saying like a BZ and other people. Yeah. So the way I evaluate it is like I think like I would love to say Dylan Cod because of how good Dylan Cod is and how much potential he has to go 25 and 2 and win you a map and like the last stretch of it and you're like what the when he, the, the gameplay he provided versus LG at CWL Miami when that was that frequency and he was like negative oh, and not doing it and like all the of a sudden three minutes of like Black Ops at, we were all sitting in the pro lounge like dude what is going you know that we're like what is he yeah. doing right now but like. The thing is with him is like his only flaw sometimes is he's like he might be too fast sometimes like when he doesn't wait for teammates and like other stuff like impacts but like I think how much he provides to a team is still unbelievable. Like I think Dylan's oh, he's, insane. Yeah, he, 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 he's probably he's probably the most talented, but like yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Like Unbelievable, yeah. But I I also go ahead, Ian. Oh no, I was gonna say what Dylan said is there's a difference when you get to like the the, the top of the top teams where it just you getting kills and you actually being impactful on the map in the right ways for your team to succeed. Yeah. That's why I think is the best. Cause obviously, Wait, like, I, I, you. I, 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 obviously you have to, if you're, if you want to be considered, you know, one of the best at whatever role you're doing, you have to put up good stats, but there's a lot of players who put up good stats, but they hurt their team. Not saying Dylan yeah. Cod is one of them, yeah, I don't think like, Dylan Cod's yeah, one of them. You, you, but, you need yeah. to get you need to get the perfect mix of. I feel you on that, talented. but I feel like a, a in a better system around like teamwork and discipline and what players he has around him. Like, not Probably. saying. I mean, I, I don't know. Rex, this is like, the case. Yeah, same. Not saying this is the case, but like when I look at United to Rec, like I feel like a set up for success in the right places and at the right times more than Dylan is. Okay, that's yeah. That that yeah. I mean that's true. I so I think Abizi super impactful. I think the way he plays, like I think obviously we're, we're yeah, I think no one no one said simp, and I think so. I think simp and Abizi together are the best of both worlds because the way Abizi plays and how aggressive and how and like if you play against Abizi in a scrim, you're like holy shit, this kid is so annoying to play against because he just cha he runs at you, he challenges you, he's he and he kills and he, and he gets you. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You're like what? Then, but then there's simp who I think is so good at being like the like just the way he plays like staying alive like he reminds me a lot of like an envoy like someone who is just good at call of duty like overall like sim can get your entries when he needs to he can bait you when he needs to he can play slow when he needs to he can play super fast like he does everything really smart so i, I think the way they like 
work off each other is super good. That's why I think they were like one of the best like SOG duos at the moment. Yeah. But I think I I don't know. I my person this year would I think when Envoy runs a sub, I know he's not a main sub. You know what I'm saying? Like technically he flexes. Yeah. But like when he runs a sub, the way he plays, he puts up really good stats and stats don't always tell the full story. And that's my thing with him. It's not about his 1.2 KD or his 1.1 1. Oh, 1 or no. whatever it is. It's more like every time I watch Dylan, I'm Dylan. This is, oh, I called him Dylan, but like his yeah, name, Envoy. Is, yeah, but like every time I watch Envoy play, he is always making like a play, like waiting for his teammate, being super smart about it and still getting a two you know, and still yeah. providing and like more. So if, I, I don't know. I we, think he's really good. If we categorize Envoy as a sub, then he's hands down the best on the game. And it's not, and it's yeah. not even like actually not even close. I, I think he's unbelievable. Because the way he plays, I, his no, play that style. kid is disgusting. Like, and he's actually like he impressed. I teamed with that kid in AW at Worlds and got. And he wasn't even that good. Five. And he right? was, yeah, like yeah. He had an ass event, but <laughs> that's what that is. I'm just being honest. But, like I said, I'm being but transparent. Teaming with him this time with Gen G, like in the beginning of the game, I feel like we set the meta for the game like early on our Gen G team, and we we're really smart and really advanced. But playing with him this time around, like that kid is very smart, knows how to play around the team. He his pacing's on point, just all around like very talented and good player understands his individual situations to a T. I mean, that's that's the thing for him is you used a good word. His pacing is very good. Like, I feel like Envoy is always in the mix of like where he's supposed to be at the right times. Like, he's never really too fast and he's never really too slow. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he's always just like in that medium. It's kind of like Simp. He reminds me a lot. Like, I think Simp does a yeah. very good job of this too. Simp's job. never like, bro, what is this guy doing? Like, he's out of the play. Like, what? this is a stupid play. Like, you never really catch yourself saying that about Simp. Like you, you, like simple hit a nice shot. You're like, whoa, that was a crazy shot. That that was like, like you'll say something more like that. But I feel like he's just really good at pacing himself around this team and making sure like the kills he gets on the map are impactful. Like it's not just a useless two piece somewhere yeah. over the map. He's, and I'm not he, even saying not... that about Dylan Cod, by the way. I'm not saying I think Dylan Cod's unbelievable. It's just like I feel like the way Envoy plays is so impactful for his team. I think he does yeah, so much. Nah. You never you never see Envoy get like a two or three piece, but while he's doing that and like it's inflating his stats, he's like messing a spawn up you know what i mean like like forcing another team in a split or like giving them the advantageous spawn or like there's a lot of other players not even players who are considered like in the best of their role that do that a lot that have good stats and people are like oh they're the fucking best like yeah so i don't yeah. know I, like you like i said you got to have the perfect mix of being talented obviously individually but then also impacting the game in a positive way for your team and i think having both of those only a couple players have like in each role for sure okay okay press priest is underrated yeah i mean i mean yeah, i can't I, can, I can't talk about priesta because i'm yeah. the most biased human being in the world when it comes to preston so i i never talk about preston just because anything like i, I I'm, I'm too close with him it's like you know what I'm saying? he's like one of my best friends like i it's just i think preston's like the best player in the world so like i can't i'm not gonna talk about him but in the sense, like I think he's up there too. Like he's definitely in the category, oh, but I I don't like I don't like speaking on his behalf because well, he's top five player in the game. Yeah, I agree. But there's very few people, like or very few topics that like I can usually talk about. Even like if they're my best friend, I can usually still be pretty like transparent about it. I feel like when it comes to the way he plays and how good of a teammate Preston is, I think I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I I just I don't know. I usually don't bring him up. 
But I actually just saw a good question, and I know I asked this in the last podcast, and it was kind of like, who's your MVP for the event? What do you consider an MVP? Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, we, we went on a whole, like, conversation Wait. about it. Who's the MVP oh. of the year? Of the year. We're talking full well, year. I, I, I think you have champs, to wait until the champs. But, all right. And t- like oh, leading up to Miami, I, like right now, who do you think has been the MVP? Let's say of Miami the year? was the last uh, event. Yeah, M- MVP. Uh, I mean, to be honest, this is probably gonna be biased, but I feel like it has to be Preston. <laughs> we were just, just talking like, about him. <laughs> now we I, 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 agree. I, I, I mean, I, just because, like, you know what I mean? Like, we're the we're the only team that's won multiple events so far. That's yeah, true. Yes, we we, we went from barely making the pro league. Uh, getting what top twelve at Vegas? Like, uh, I mean, it would either be him or Simp, but like E United got what second at the first event. Yeah, since E United was successful without Simp, as much as I think Simp's unbelievable, you're know saying and how much he helps yeah, that yeah, team. That's what I'm saying. Most valuable, player, but I think it has to be. but I think E United was successful without him, even though he's one of the best players to ever play right now. But still, I, I yeah, so I don't think Simp's a good one to say that just because. I mean, as good as he is, like I think Simp is literally like a top three player right now. I just feel like he has—he also hasn't played the entire year. He didn't play the first two events. First two, right? Was it the first two? Yeah, Simp didn't. I don't think. Yeah, he wasn't he, old enough. First okay. one was London, right? No, the yeah, no, his first was one Vegas, was London. It was Vegas and an LG won. What? What did LG win? Sorry. No, I don't think he. Oh went wait, to no. His first event. Was no, he won. No, he was at London. We played. Right? Yeah, we played. Oh, we yeah. played Simp in the finals at London. We've definitely played Simp. Well, yeah, oh, Simp okay. was. Simp was. That was his first major event. Like he played. He won the AM bracket with Shh, Days Black at Fort Worth. <laughs> and then London was yeah. his first major, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, if if we're if we're saying like, I'm saying the entire year. That's the only reason why I don't include Simp here. Other than I, if if Simp were to finish out, if if Simp wins champs this year, then definitely. Yeah, I don't care that he hasn't oh, yeah. played the entire year. Period. Yeah. Like he took a team oh, yeah. that could not win or couldn't it like get over sure that cusp him. and then win. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's crazy yeah. too. It would, it would for sure be him if they were. But yeah, so so you said Priesta, so Dylan and Mike, who do, who do you guys have? I have to say Preston too, because like, what it, what's your events with him? How, didn't you win? You got fourth one event we, with him. We got fourth where he got sick, which yeah, which I, I, I still I still think we would make the final. I mean, you guys you guys are on fire, bro. Yeah, and that then, event and was just free, bro. Yeah, and then we got first, first, and first, then first, six, obviously. I mean, it's been really oh, good places ever since you got him. Fucking... Okay. And I'm, so, I'm going to go with Priest as well. <laughs> We're all saying Priest, though? The, the shit that fool does on the map is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, he's just like he any other SOG. Like, that's super nasty and got, like, super impactful. Really good shot. No, he's amazing yeah. with the Maddox. Like, you just I'm all around really good I, player. The only, the only difference between him and the other players that do it is he has two events this game. Yeah. Okay. And and I think he legitimately could be top five at any role in this game. Like if he was main ICR, I think he could be. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, he was. Well, he was nasty. He was five, nasty with like an ICR five. when he used it. Yeah. He, like every, he there, there's only a couple of players. Game, right? Yeah. There's only a couple of players that could do that. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. Okay. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna change it up a little bit, and I think I think it's Sam. I think it's Octane. And the only reason why I say that is. Not because he's on our team. Like, this is not even me being biased. I just feel like for the most part throughout the year, if you ask someone who the best ICR in the game is, most people are saying Sam. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean... ICRs in this game, what do we make and break? And and I think Sam has been spoken about the the main ICR as the best ICR in the game through wins and losses. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still think people regard him as a very good player, even though he didn't do very well at Miami. And through wins, like, he, like, he's one of the few ICRs that can 
play at his level and like also be pretty pretty impactful and like slide in the hills and do a lot of things like obviously you have your other top icrs you have rcds who i think is really good you have mocks all these guys too they're really good icrs but i just feel like he's been considered like the best in his at his craft the entire year you know what i'm saying i i i, yeah. I like i think mox is very very good i think he's been unbelievable i think i think rcds has like there's been so many people but i just feel like sam has been that guy where most of the time when you're looking at the reddit or anything like that it's like the best icr in the game octane done like it's not even like a discussion for the most part so it's like i i feel like it would be him just because i i feel it's very rare you go through an entire like span of like events and you're still like considered like that guy you know what i mean like usually you have submachine gun players that like have their ups and downs or you have like these players like oh he was really good for the first half of the year but then he kind of fell off you know what i'm saying like then it's like oh this guy was really good at this event specifically but then it wasn't that good like sam has been considered like if i'm picking up an icr i'm picking up this guy and that's it like for like four events yeah. now, for the most part so it's like I, that's why i think it'd be him that's the only reason why i would say it and then another question was the who is the most improved player this year so from vegas to now Penny. Kenny, wait. This sounds like a fucking buy it. Well, this is the worst because we keep using 100 Thieves players. I hate, I mean, I hate using the 100 Thieves players. Once player, again, though, I don't know how you can. I mean, let me actually try to give good thought to it. But like, give first good thought to it. Kenny. Yeah. So yeah, Kenny's so a very someone, good answer. Someone else can go. Uh, the chat's agreeing uh, though. The chat's agreeing. It's not like you're just saying that because yeah, you're nah, his teammate. You can say Kenny for sure. But yeah, I want to hear it because I, I have, I have some people. I have some people in my mind. But I want to hear your guys' thoughts first. Uh, who was the last event? I would, I would say me. Because I think I improve individually, but like I'm getting the placings to back it up, so I don't really care. No, I could see you too. Yeah, sure. they improved individually, but like if I was like, just hmm. but from a standpoint of placing well and doing good, like we haven't, so like I can't say me. Okay, okay. Like, I could say me, but I can't say me. You just you know, like if I placed well, I'd be like, okay, yeah, maybe me, but no. I'll, I, my, mine, mine's havoc. Nah, yeah, okay, that's I, a good I, one. you you said uh, Vegas to like now. If you didn't say that, and that was my answer, like from World War II to now, like he was just in a situation where like he didn't know what he was gonna do. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't playing, he was just streaming. Uh, his stock was at an all-time low, and now he's like one of the best SOG players, and he he's, is one of the best SOG players in the game. And like just from his smarts aspect of the game as well, like that's what I hold like highest for his improvement is like he used to be a brain dead, just like hidden shit and just challenging everything but he's actually talented and smart now so he's definitely a good answer yeah well the reason why so people are saying he dropped a 1.3 vegas i know but i guess to what i said i guess i i contradicted myself i didn't mean like so i think from like what havoc's career has been and like with what mike said the world war ii thing if him Basically, bro, people people laughed at Havoc last year. Not just being transparent again. I'm being very honest. People did not think Havoc was good. People thought he sucked. He what was his best yeah. placing last year? Like, did, like you know what I'm like saying? Like he, he he had a terrible he had a terrible year in World War Two. I don't even know what his best placing was. Yeah. But all I know is that he was not very relevant last year in the sense of doing good. And then like for him to improve as a player and now be he's be considered. The last two years, yeah, Maddie, you're even right. Like Scraps just said, the last two years, even in IW, he was getting like people were hating on him. Like they didn't think he was Ooh. good. He was havoc. He wasn't even good oh, at okay. IW in that sense either. He wasn't that great. And now you look at him. Now people are talking about this guy like he is 
one of the best. So- well, he is. He is one of the best saw players in the game. He's he is one of the best saws. He went from literally being laughed at. No one thought he was that good. He's not a smart player. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna make it again. He's he it, he was done. To now, you're considering this guy. If I asked you right now, if you're what's who's the best saw player in the game or one of the best saw players or duos, he's in he's in the conversation. And to go from that to like the, that extreme is is pretty crazy to me. So that's that's why yeah. I said him. I guess Vegas to now isn't my answer because that doesn't make very very good sense because I contradicted it. So I take my answer back. But Havoc overall as a player has been unbelievable. I I think that. But I think I guess my my answer this disregarding Kenny would be uh would be slacked. I think Slack did a very good job. Yeah. Everyone was roasting Slack. He was playing bad. He wasn't doing good as much for me. I don't think it was Slack being bad as much as his team was fucking terrible. Like that made it harder for him to do good. You know what I'm saying? I but I think Slacked right now is a good grapple song. I would have never told you in a million years, knowing Slack for as long as I have, that he would be a good grapple song player. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, I have team with Slacked. I have played with him. I have played against him. That guy is not an entry guy. I would have never told you that. And now I can guarantee, gar- like I can say this with pure, pure like confidence he is a good grapple song player and that's like that's crazy to say but it Bro, shows you how much I improvement remember, he's made i remember in ghost we got like top five one event and he was like top five in kd and he quoted the tweet like it was a stats tweet and he goes uh team got top five didn't do as good as we wanted to but i fried this event some shit like that like <laughs> yeah he, he was he was the worst with that when he was younger and I mean, Zuma, Zuma and Frosty are really good ones, too. Tommy actually got a lot better at this game, and not in the yeah. sense of stats. I don't care about Tommy's stats. Tommy's always been a superstar, stupid player. I said this about him plenty of times on my podcast, and I'll say it again. He's always been, you picked up Tommy because you wanted someone to slay. That's it. That's why you picked up Tommy, right? Everyone, like, we've yeah, all, like, yeah. you've teamed with him, both of you. So it's like, you picked up Tommy because you wanted him to slay. And now watching them play and talking to him and talking to, obviously, I'm very good friends with their coach, RJ, like, Tommy has come such a long way from just being a stupid slayer to someone that's very, very important uh, on the team. Like he, he does yeah, take Tommy the route. He, he does take the long route. He does do a lot for that team. Like I think Tommy provides so much more to that phase team than meets the eye. Like you hear a lot about Selium, you hear a lot about Asim, you hear a lot about Scraps because Scraps has been on phenomenal this year, even Zero. I don't feel like you hear as much as you should about Zuma because he's doing a lot of the. He's doing a lot more for that team that a lot of spectators don't actually see. And it yeah, and that just, and that is noticed. why they are one yeah. of the better respawn teams in this game because of shit like that. They're, they're not discarding the rest of their team. The rest of their team is unbelievable. But someone like Tommy to go from someone that just hit mid-map all the time and just get a bunch of kills and drop 50 to someone that now is playing like fundamentally and he's grown so much as a person and a player is, is, is awesome to see. And he had a really bad I, Vegas like statistically. So like it that's technically the biggest too. Th- that's the biggest thing with most of these people that like we're talking about in the improved list is just increasing their discipline and like being able to play structured with the team and get kills where they matter instead of just doing the individual shit. Yeah, no, and well that's the thing. It's facts. You don't you don't yeah. see that kind of improvement as a spectator most of the time. Some do, some don't. But most of the time you hear improvement, you see, oh he had a point eight and now he's a one point two. And then it's like, oh he must have gotten better. It's not about that. Like I'm saying Tommy because I, and like I'm saying Slack because they changed their entire play style. They learned how to completely be a different person and player. You know what I mean? And 
Slack never went in first, I promise you. I swear to anything. Slack was not going in first ever. He was the guy that would lose and be, like, and, and be like, oh, yeah, the, my teammates didn't do that well this event. Like, oh, we'll get them next time. He does throw people under the bus. And now, like, Slack is the entry grapple song. He's completely changed his mindset. He's doing much more for the team that has to be done. So it's like, I don't know, those players improving like that to me is so much more important than just improving like, oh, I got more kills this map. You know what I mean? Like that is yeah. so much more impressive to me to be able to drop your ego or to drop your play style and be like, listen, I am going to be a better teammate in person and go from there. You know what I mean? I, yep. I, I think that's it. Yeah, it takes a lot to do that. And all right, we'll do one question, last one. And this is going to be putting people on the spot. So this should be interesting. But who is the biggest fall off this year? <clears throat> uh... The biggest fall off this year. Not even like, you don't even, it's not even like roasting the specific person, but who do you think like started this year hot and now is, isn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, isn't really. Me, boy. <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> it gotta be, it gotta be TJ. What he dropped? 0. 0.5, 0. 0.4. <laughs> Wait, I knew, dude, I knew you were going to say Teach, dude. Yeah, it's a bully, bro. It got, you just, you just bully Teach because it's fun. My man won the first event, and I don't know what happened bro, to him. I, I can never hate on my man TJ, bro. Too. I don't uh, know. Yeah, no, nah, to be honest, Pierce is probably, like, I don't know, dude. It's so, see, the thing about that question that, that sucks is, like, <clears throat> when someone actually falls off. I'm not saying they like, fell off either. No, no, saying, no, yeah. no, no, I, I know. But I, I'm just saying it's, it's, it's usually, like, a product of their environment. I agree. Like, I definitely agree. So that's what I'm saying. That's why it's not necessarily like, roasting the player. By yeah, the it's not like yeah. they just got bad overnight. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, like, they just lost all like, their skills. Yeah, like, 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 I mean, people have seen how fucking good Gunless is. Oh, he's, yeah, the, like, he's one of the most talented yeah, players you know, God ever. Yeah. So, so like, if you want to use him for an example, it's like, when he's when he was on LG right in the beginning of the year, I'm sure the vibes were probably a lot better. You know, he was frying. They were, they were placing well. They won. Then the vibes aren't there anymore. Like, no one on their team wants to play together. So, like, that hurts you because, like, now you're not going as hard. And then he got thrown into a situation with an MV team, which was already struggling, you know what I mean? So, it's like... No, nah, yeah, the transition like, like it, into that MV team is tough. Like, like, that's one of the, like, I think that was one of the worst. Like, he didn't really have much options because it was tough for him to get out of his contract with OG. <clears> but, like, that just wasn't a good fit for him. But I'm sure he's making the best out of it now and improving. Yeah, like, it, I don't know, it just... It doesn't matter how talented you are. If, if you don't have teammates around you that that complement one another, this game is impossible to be yeah. good at. It's, like, it's, like, it's or, not, or, or to like to actually like be like, oh my god, he he played great. The only way so the only way you could do what you just said is like be in a bad environment. The team's bad, and like you still do really really good somehow, but your team is horrible. It's you're baiting your teammates. You know what I'm saying? You're just baiting your teammates. How are we not talking more about Optic? They came out winning the first event. Well, if you're talking as a team, then it's different. I'm talking individual player or players. Yeah, but still, I feel like as players, there's some people in there that I don't know individually. I haven't like pay attention to their stats or if yeah, they're yeah, prime, yeah, yeah. but it's got to be someone. I, well, my so all right. I, my answer to answer the question for me would be, I think I think it's Pharaoh, and I don't think it's Pharaoh as a player. I don't think he sucks. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you play Pharaoh, he has year. so much talent. Look where he went from last year to this year. He started on 100 Thieves. And now, like, look where he kind of got to. It's just I think it was a product of bad environments. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think things just didn't go his way. Do I think next year 
he'll be good. And if he finds the right environment again and the right team, yeah, I think he'll be completely fine. Like, I'm not saying Farrell fell off, he's done. Like, you know, like I don't think that. I just feel like Farrell's had, like, the biggest, like, he was on 100 Thieves. He was set up for success, and things just crumbled yeah, I mean, down. Uh, yeah, Even when you got, the, the 100 Thieves environment sucked for him. It's definitely him. Yeah, like, the, the 100 Thieves environment, when he was on it, you guys were a fucking shit show. So it's like, even that environment was terrible. So it's like, he never, he just, it was super unfortunate. I feel like his year has slowly, like, gone downhill for him, and that's what it is. But, like, speaking of Optic, I'm actually going to kind of defend Optic in the sense, like, I obviously think they've gotten worse since Vegas. They won and they haven't. Obviously, that's just, that's clear cut, black and white. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But I think, like, they get a lot more shit sometimes than they, than they necessarily need to. I don't think they're obviously as dominant as they looked at, at Vegas. They were obviously, they won the event. They were unbelievable. But, like, before this event, before Miami, when their role change or whatever it was, like, I feel they, I mean, they got third and they got third, right? Wasn't it two thirds yeah, in a row? Yeah. Like, yeah. bro, we're sitting here they, talking they just about. They had a bad day. Bro, they people. Nah, they're they're obviously going to get, they've always gotten the most shit, no matter what. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, biggest, I, bro, people love to take their shots at Optic when they can, and that's just the nature of it. But yeah. I just, I don't think Optic is as bad as people make them out to be. They did play fucking horrendous at Miami. That is a yeah, fact. I was about to say. But I'm talking. I'm talking before that. They were getting the same amount of shit as they were after Miami, in my opinion. Like maybe I agree like with that. like they were getting like oh optic sucks. They need a role change. They need this. They can't win. They this plus this and that. It's like they people just got they just got third place, bro. I'm seeing te- yeah. I'm seeing the same people talk Wait, about yeah. an eighth place or twelfth place team. Like oh you guys will get them next time. But Optic does it, and it's like, oh, like, these yeah. guys suck. It's oh, like, you, you, yeah. so, so it's like, I, I don't know, like, this is, it, I don't know. I, I, it's got to be tough for them, too, to have to go through that and do, I'm sure over the years know. they've gotten better with it. Obviously, talking to them, like, they try to not pay too much attention to it, but, like, that could be the reason to, like, them being, putting themselves in a hole and trying to change things so much because they're not, like, trying to improve on what's almost working. And then change it to a whole new thing that just sets them back even further, like they did in Miami. Yeah, yeah. so that, that's that's my thing. I just feel even out London like, too. Didn't they have a super close series versus you guys? Wait, if Kenny like, didn't three piece us, we yeah, three piece yeah. them from Blue Window. We probably lost it. Yeah, so that <laughs> you're saying you... finals? Yes. And they probably win that event. Like, think about that. Like, yes. that's it, that they're really Kenny, not as bad as people make it wait, out to be. Kenny's like, moment around that, that Blue Window when he went through Blue Window on the Arsenal control and got that three piece was was the play for the chip the 1v1 between him and karma when he was on the pillar yeah. and they're going back and forth if karma wins that 1v1 we they potentially we we, we pop we probably might like not win the event maybe we still yeah. win the last snd it goes game five we win you never know but you but that 1v1 was huge you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like that little play can lead to so much more so it's like i don't know i feel people give them a lot more shit and don't get me wrong but Mike, you said like, yeah, it's annoying. Probably dealing with a lot of like annoying stuff on social media. It does get annoying. I've been there, but that's not an excuse. And I'm not like, nah, I'm not trying to be like the knight in shining armor for Optic Gaming right now. That's really not what I'm doing. If they like, I just said they played like fucking garbage at Miami. But I do <clears throat> defend them in the sense like they can never win unless they actually win the tournament. Where if Dylan, if you were to get second at Miami. You would be getting tweets like, "Bro, you're a beast! Like, keep it up, man! Like, you've made so much improvement! Like, like all this." If yeah. Optic gets second at Miami, oh my God, you guys fucking suck! You guys can't yeah, win! Literally. Could you guys please beat Phase or something? Could you guys please do this? Like, bro, like, yeah, literally. I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And this is coming from like, 
the coach of a rival team of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, like, like we're like considered rivals or whatever you want to say. Like, I still just don't, I still think like that mindset is so fucking lame to me and it always has been. So like, I don't know. That's just my two cents on that. But uh, we can wrap it up there. We've been here for like an hour and 45. I don't want to keep us too long. Obviously, you guys have tens and other stuff to practice for, for the big championship coming up. So yeah. Time to get I just, I just Go. Yeah, exactly. See, I, 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 know, I know how it works, man. I know how it works. I don't want to keep you guys too long. So yeah, thank you guys for obviously coming out and being on the show. Appreciate it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, dude, we we had a good group of people. I enjoyed Thank it. You, I think we hit a lot of topics uh, head on. I that think was we, good. I apologize I for not coming prepared. I mean, it's completely fine. I mean, the 08 yeah, Mac, the, the 08 MacBook did not cut it, but you still did a good job. Right, we obviously got the whole this, this guy's uh, involved in stories, bro. Stuff, absolutely so. twisted. I'll make up for it after I bounce back at champs and back at my setup. I, listen, back man, I, I I hope you do. That's I wish you nothing but the best, and you know that. Appreciate but yeah. We'll wrap it up there. Thank you guys for watching. If you guys did enjoy this, obviously, let me know kind of the next guests that you want, and I'll try and do my best to get them on. Obviously, I can't guarantee that because some people can just say fucking no, and that happens. So we'll, uh, well, I'll do my best to get some of the next guests on, talk about some new things, but uh, we're going to end it off at that, and I'm going to try and host someone. I don't know.